Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. As we bring you the best bits from what has been a big week of news. Tonight, the bombshell lawsuit. Interest rates rise. The car was on the loose. In <laughs> it's been a massive week, a massive show tonight. Titus O'Reilly wraps up the weekend in sport. Mel Tresina talks all things showbiz. And speaking of showbiz, comedian, author and hairstylist to the stars from the hit TV show Queer Eye, Jonathan Van Ness joins us. Jonathan Van Ness! <laughs> exactly. This is the cheap seats. She's Melanie Bracewell. He's Tim McDonald yes. at 77 Smith Street. What? <laughs> Number what are you, 04. What are you doing? I've just got your Optus details here. <laughs> oh, no, Melanie one. That is my password. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, this is, this is no laughing matter. <laughs> well, we have breaking news on the Optus data breach. What about this? <laughs> no breach? laughing matter. Well, it was the big story, the Optus data breach. This is big news. So Sky News spoke to an expert. The length and breadth of customers and the amount of information that criminals have got access to and can now parlay. It's concerning. I think it's amazing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> The right take. Well, Seven News took it further, speaking to a supervillain. That's coming back to bite us now. All this delicious data is sitting with the telcos, and it's very attractive to attackers to attack. All this delicious data. Really attractive. It was one of two major stories on SBS. Could affect almost 10 million customers. Wow. And riding with divine intervention. The Pope Cyclist. <laughs> He amazingly once turned water into anabolic steroids, so it's a miracle. And wearing a helmet means he doesn't have that much faith in God, but well. <laughs> the obvious concern is the unwanted sharing of personal information. Really, that, that's a bit of a reactive response. I should point out, Troy's on his honeymoon. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Room 3401 at the Hilton Honolulu. Oh, no, we, can't, we can't share that. Look, this is a real concern, that this data could fall into the hands of criminals. And Channel 7 experts. Their published details are accurate. There was a woman working in her front yard, and I had printed out her data and said, is this your... Explain to her what was going on, and then said, is this your data? And she said, yes, that's my data. Wow. Real informative stalking. Yes. <laughs> is it Jim's mowing or Jim's hacking? I don't know what's going on there. The question is, though, were any passwords leaked? No, not to our knowledge. Yeah, the background's not helping. <laughs> the background's not helping. It's one of the biggest breaches in Australian history. And yet, not the biggest oversharing of personal info this week. <laughs> that honour goes to our favourite, Jane Doyle. Mm, I had a Jack Russell once. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say monsters, but they're not really monsters, but they are very spirited little animals. Vale, Harry. I'll have updates for you through the evening. Vale, Harry. Well, we've got the name of her first pet, just her mother's maiden name. Yes, and that should be. Apparently, Harry was run over by the Pope's motorcycle, so <laughs> it's a sad week. But the other big news this week was, of course, a national day of mourning to honour... James Jack Russell. No, 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 no. <laughs> to honour Queen Elizabeth II. On Nine Gold Coast News, the Queen's Memorial Public Holiday. What will and won't be open tomorrow. Would you pay $2,000 for a cuddle? <laughs> Optus bank records. No, no. <laughs> you already have. Uh... Seriously, the way things are at home, I'll pay anything. Uh, can I have a cuddle? <laughs> no. <laughs> this week on 
Aussies paid their respects. Flags flying at half-mast, flowers laid in Coolangatta. And Cadbury almonds, which is a lovely, <laughs> lovely touch. I mean, shriveled, shriveled nuts, that's more a nod to King Charles, I would have thought, but um, there you go. To honour the Queen, Mel, Aussies laid flowers, cards... Almonds. Almonds. Yeah. What did the Kiwis do? I stole a teacup off the Queen. OK. I also took a saucer. It's a memorial, not a garage sale. What's he doing? Of course, everyone chose to mark the day differently. While some took a more solemn approach to the day, the controversial wet T-shirt contest went ahead last night. They did have a minute's dryness. <laughs> and it was, really it was wet from tears. So it is... Um, <laughs> don't look at my Optus history. Don't look at my Optus history. People came out in force to farewell the Queen. Streamed by billions around the world. And South Australians gather in Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the wet T-shirt contest was on at the same hard time. Hard to compete, so. hard to compete. Yeah. Till the day off did affect businesses and services. Thankfully, Channel 7 Spencer Golf News was fine. Welcome back to 7 Spencer Golf News this Thursday. Well, usually around this time, we'd be bringing you all the fishing recommendations from across the Spencer Golf. But most of our experts took the day off. OK, <laughs> there we go. They managed to lure one in with some live worms, so... <laughs> They did have one expert stick around. Uh, no squid to be seen, but there's a few kingfish up around the old powerhouse. And that's all we have from the Jewel of the North. What a legend you are, Aaron. Thanks so much for making time for us this week. <laughs> Thanks for making time for us. It's your job. What are we doing? <laughs> of course, Thursday saw a moving service. In the Adelaide parklands, a sombre occasion. Locals dress in black, mourning the potential loss of dozens of trees. What? wonder what those cellos are made out of. <laughs> what a legend you are, Mel. Thanks for making time for us. That is fantastic. Well, let's cross to Canberra now for the, for the National Memorial. Incredible. Thank you, Anthony, for that moving performance. <laughs> that was moving? It's a memorial, not the voice. <laughs> uh, at 11am on Thursday, the whole country came together for a minute silence. I invite all Australians to join us in one minute silence. OK. okay. One, two, two three, three, four, four five, five, six... We'll have all that and more coming up in the news at 11.30. Straight ahead this Thursday, 10 years of Tinder. How the apps have rewritten the game. Of course, every journo is back in Australia now. All except one. Let's bring in Nines at Charles Croucher, who is still in London for us. Charles, good to see you. And this is the first time we've seen the Princess Good morning Prince to you both. Now, I can't hear you here, but I'm going to start talking. If oh, I'm no. talking at the wrong time, you can step right in and stop me at some point. But <laughs> you and... no, we will stop you there, Charles. We will stop you there. The funny thing about that is... OK, well, I can't hear you, but we will not. <laughs> UK, locals continue to pay their respects. What she's done for um, just humanity in general. And, uh, What's your name? What's your name? Uh, I'm Diamond Geezer Dave. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Darth Maul, for sure. Um, 
Talk in the UK has quickly moved on. From the Queen and King Charles to... In this hour, have you ever seen someone cheat at chess by using a wireless device inserted in their bottom? <laughs> I'm going to call him. <laughs> Moving on, and look, like us, the UK is also tackling the cost of living crisis. The cost of living. We find out how people are cutting costs in the months ahead. Great. And we're going to need a bigger salad bowl. <laughs> I think that guy's cheating at cheese. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ten years of Tinder. <laughs> well, the UK is also facing a hospital crisis. No real plan for the NHS. So it is clear, the longer the Conservatives are in power, the longer patients will wait. As Dr Dre might say, time for the next episode. <laughs> The hospital crisis is so bad, Dr Dre is now operating. Uh, <laughs> is back home and, look, mask mandates are being lifted across the country. Tonight, more COVID rules lifted in the Spencer Gulf. But what's changing and when? You don't have to wear masks, but you do have to wear double denim. So, there's <laughs> a big story. But look, Tim, we're dancing around the big story. Train buffs are in for a treat today with the country's most famous steam train, Locomotive 3801, will chug across Sydney Harbour Bridge. With its new number, 6029. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the right... Had to change it after its name was leaked by Optus. Oh, so. really? Is that right? <laughs> Speaking of transport, flight cancellations are causing chaos across the country. And angry families who've been stranded and out of pocket are tired of excuses. <laughs> Think Greek tragedy with a modern-day twist. Wow. A jet star is born. Um, the new musical coming soon. Beautiful. Can we hear more from Edith? <laughs> Edith and husband Tibble went on a holiday for her 50th birthday. Six days of bliss. Until... No! No! Whoa. I was just trying to, that whole time, trying to think of a musical pun. Yes. <laughs> yes, here we go. 525,600 minutes is how long it was delayed. <laughs> you know how I said it was great to have you here. <laughs> maybe, maybe take the week off. Well, speaking of travel, let's cross to the US. I think that we need to, we need to take very seriously that... Our camera fell down. Yes. <laughs> And I think we know why. The car was on the loose. Yes. <laughs> We've got to take a break back with more on the cheap seats. Welcome back to watching the cheap seats. And our very special guest is standing by. The man who invented chicken is not our guest. <laughs> Sorry, next up. There's so much happening around the country. Well, let's start in Perth, where the royal show kicked off this week. And no one covered it better than Channel 9's Jack Hahn. Over the next eight days, more than 300,000 people will pack slam on showgrounds and there's plenty on offer! And they'll get the blood pumping, if you can handle the rocks. Oh, well done, Jack. That is 
is fantastic. Well, let's head to Sydney now and to a big ice bust. Like making pasta. That's how Sydney police describe 50 kilograms of ice <laughs> found sandwiched between rolls of industrial plastic. What? And also like lasagna, it involved a lot of dough. <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. <laughs> the drug lords were yelling, you got 90 seconds left, come on! <laughs> that wasn't worth it. Hey, Ready Steady Meth Cook is coming soon to Channel 10. <laughs> Look, I'm not sure I get it. Could you explain? But the rolls themselves were enormous. So you've got a really thin layer of drugs, but it's along a really long roll that's then... Think of it as almost pasta making, but it's illegal. OK, right. <laughs> OK, right. I do like my meth al dente. Yes. Uh, Still, if you're going to hide drugs, don't pick lasagna, pick ravioli. True. true. Sometimes it's just true. <laughs> Cannoli as well, you can buy it in that one. Yeah. Well, look, Sydney are gearing up for this Sunday's NRL Grand Final between Penrith and Parramatta. And the Eels fans are out in force. Decked out in club colours, there were life-size cutouts. <laughs> How big is his head? It's a life-size cutout. Uh, in Melbourne, it was the AFL Grand Final between... Well, 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 we'll let Channel 10's Jaleesa Apps explain. Jaleesa Apps is here with the day in sport and Jaleesa for Swans fans like me. It really wasn't the game I was expecting or hoping for. I know you would have taken it harder than anyone, and guess what? You're going to relive it all again. Coming up, we have all the highlights of the Geelong's incredible... Yes, practice. that's the one. That's the one. Well done, Jaleesa. But people flock to Melbourne for the big game. Melbourne Airport says that it's not just the grand final, it's obviously, as Mahnaz just said, a really busy time. Not at the moment, <laughs> yeah. but... Um... MCG hoping to score last minute tickets. I've done it many a time and I'll do it again. Conditions are good. I heard you said they were bad, but they're not too bad down here. There's not too much breeze. I think there's some rain on the way, mate. Thanks for that. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> okay, great. Meanwhile, others watched at the pub. Making sure their tanks are full as customers choose to watch on the big screen. The big screen's been huge for us. <laughs> Finally got a screen big enough to fit the NRL players here. Yes. David Mark was less interested in the game, more interested in the ABC News desk. Enjoy the match, Thanks. David. Thank Thanks, you. Roz. You too. That is ABC News for now. I'm Roz Childs. Thanks for your company. What is he doing <laughs> under that desk? That big desk's been huge for them. Well done <laughs> for the desk. I'm just trying to look for a stash of ice lasagna. Uh, Ravioli, anybody? <laughs> Edwina Bartholomew was less interested in the game, more interested in Robbie Williams. He is Robbie Williams. He's a national treasure. So what is Robbie Williams going to do? Oh, wow. It's breakfast TV. Let's keep it clean. The T-shirt that read, me, Robbie. What? <laughs> It's all right. They both saw the funny side. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> None of this time slot, Very, Eddie. very graphic. Look, Swans fans started optimistic but quickly lost confidence. Mid-sentence. Absolutely pumped. Unbelievably. So excited. Very nervous. Feel like crying. OK, okay got it. <laughs> to, to the real turn, didn't it? Disappointing loss for the Swans. Some fans drove all the way to Melbourne for the game. The 11-hour drive from Sydney. What does it mean for your entire family? Because you've left the five kids at home. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do. <laughs>
Uh, thankfully, Edwina called Child Fucking Services. Uh, and they came and collected it. Still, though, some kids made it. I heard on the grapevine uh, that you might just be the best footy player in Darwin. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> Very humble? I don't we know what that means. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Looking like a professional athlete already. Yes. <laughs> Safe to say there was a bit of an age gap between the two fan bases. So I'm really excited to see them play tomorrow. Oh, well done. Well said. All right, and we've got Toby over here, the T-Rex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see Studio 10 covering the grand final. <laughs> of course, we missed the big sporting story of the week. Eating the hottest chilies in the world. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. It's all about you, Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a plane caught fire. No, thanks. <laughs> Ten people were murdered. Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Back to the chilli competition, though, and how did they go? Sweat, tears and pain as contestants grapple with eating the world's hottest chilies. Most couldn't keep them down. How are you going now? Yeah, no good. No good. <laughs> Hold on now, I think he bought that I Survived the Chilli Eating Contest shirt a little early. Yeah, a little early. <laughs> well, they had an expert to explain. There is nothing on earth like the pain and the heat and the intensity, and it doesn't just go away in five minutes. It's comparable to labour pains. <laughs> Those go away in six minutes, they famously. Do. They do. <laughs> well, let's talk to the reigning chilli champ. An Aussie holds the world record for chilli eating after consuming 160 Carolina Reaper peppers. That's nearly a kilo of the world's hottest peppers. Not knowing that it was any good, because I don't eat chilli at home. <laughs> Seems like a good time to start. <laughs> well, big news in New Zealand. Surely that's not the only thing happening. Well, let's find out and head. OK, no more food-based competitions. What's making headlines in New Zealand? Well, this year's Great New Zealand Sausage Competition. <laughs> only one can be crowned the People's Sausage. <laughs> The people's ravioli. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the people's sausage. I've had a few girlfriends call me that um, <laughs> over the years. More of a little savaloy. <laughs> hey, I am a cocktail Frankfurt. I am a cocktail Frankfurt. Well, we have other news happening in New Zealand. Do we? <laughs> The first non-stop yes. flight from New York to Auckland. And New Zealand's new non-stop flight from New York to Auckland has been diverted to Fiji. OK, one stop. <laughs> well, Mel, you've buried the lead. You've missed the big story in New Zealand. We've heard a lot about the brain drain recently. Nurses, chefs, tradies leaving for greener pastures abroad. And now some of our funniest faces are jumping ship too. Some of our funniest faces are jumping ship. Some of our hottest bitches. <laughs> Who could that be? I'm catching up with Kiwi comedian and recent Aussie defector, Melanie Bracewell. God, I've had, I thought so hard about how to sit down and I went with this one where I just basically show my ass to the camera as much as possible. <laughs> Well, Mel, this was an interview you gave on Kiwi TV and, gee, you've embraced Australia. It doesn't feel like that big moving to the UK or moving to, you know, LA to be a star. It's just Melbourne. Oh, my God! 
that question? He's like, what? Like, because it's... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that would it's play on Australian television. It's just Coming, like, coming from Auckland, yeah. what are you talking about? It's just that he said, like, were you, were you super afraid to, like, make a big international move? And I was trying to say that it was a short flight and, I'm, and we did have to divert via Fiji. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> you, but I love you, Melvin. Please, um, see you at the Comedy Festival next year. <laughs> well, Mel, here's a tip. You would have seen a car in the background of that interview. Don't conduct your tell-all interviews on a highway. Kiwi audiences, and that's kind of cut through. <laughs> did start when I worked with Jeremy Well. That last truck was Mel's moving van. You've, you've been deported, and that was... Across the ditch. On that note, we've got to take a break. Back with our very special guest, Jonathan Van Ness, right after this. Guest needs no introduction. Hairstylist to the stars, comedian, author, podcaster, advocate. Most of you will recognise them from the hit TV show Queer Eye. Yay! Jonathan Bennett. Jonathan Bennett. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Would you please welcome to the desk, Jonathan Bennett? Thank you for being here. Great to have you on the show. Great to have you in Australia. I mean, Mel hates this country, oh, but it's, <laughs> it's great to have you here. Welcome and you, to just Melbourne. <laughs> and you're here. You're currently touring around Australia. What's that like? A beautiful experience. I'm so excited to be back. You know, I think in these last few years, it's like, are we ever going to get to, like, go around and, like, be places again? And I'm just so excited to be on stage and, like, be in Australia again. And it's like, y'all are beautiful. I'm so happy oh, to be here. The Imaginary Living Room Olympian. Mm -hmm. So what what is the story behind that title? You know what's funny? I my shows usually evolve so much that the title has nothing to do I'm with the yeah, meat yeah, of the yeah, show, yeah. which is kind of happened yeah. here. I just thought Imaginary Living Room Olympian sounds hilarious together. There mm -hmm. is gymnastics. Yeah. Uh, I also do imagine myself as an Olympian in my imagination. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's kind of that's where it comes from. What a lot of our New Zealand Olympians do as well. <laughs> Shade. Um, I'm actually making a lot of enemies tomorrow. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, there is gymnastics in the show, and there we've is. got actually some footage of you in training. We walk a certain way. We talk a certain wow. way. Uh, oh my God. That is incredible. All of these things we do in wow. That's exactly, exactly. Uh, how long have you been backflipping? Well, I did it. I was a cheerleader in high school, oh. and then obviously, like, took a very long hiatus. But once a year, as a former cheerleader, you always do this thing where you like do a party trick. Like, can I still do my back handspring? You're usually like inebriated on like a parking lot, <laughs> you know, and it's like it's a little dicey. Yeah. I just so happened to be on stage in Portland, Oregon. It was like 2019, <laughs> wow. and I was like, "Do you guys want to see my back handspring?" And like the whole crowd was like, "No, don't do it." <laughs> and I love a challenge, so I threw my back handspring, and it was great. It didn't hurt, and I was like, "Huh." If I have people here, like, why not just do like a full-on gymnastics routine? I've been like dying to get into a leotard and perform my whole life, so now I do, and it's like I've been incorporating into my show for that long, and it's just like really fun. I was like, who else opens their stand-up show with like a literal six-foot-tall person in a full leotard giving you a full rendition of like a beginner gymnastics routine? It's so fun. Do you do that too? Mel's more a cartwheeler. I don't know if we can see some of that now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How do you incorporate a 
said that into your routine and you're like, so I was walking down the street and then you're like, and I saw this crazy thing. I mean, I literally, the show opens with like me on stage and a leotard. I do like a full on gymnastics routine and then I go into like my little like opener set and it's, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, it starts with that. And then I do, yeah. And then I do, and then I have to do like a quick change and we have this incredible opener. Our opener on this tour is Travis Alabanza. They're the most incredible performer. That was like a really cold stick. Did you see that stick on that top? That was like really, I know that was like, no, I was like, Hold on to it. I was really proud of myself on that one, actually. It looks fantastic. Thank you. Now, you're touring all around. You've been in Perth already in Adelaide. I have to say something. Okay. <laughs> this table, this table yeah. is making me feel like a literal, like, glamour shot. <laughs> like, yes. like, this, like, this table is like, oh, my God. Like, how do you get anything done here? Like, uh, this light, like, have you, I'm drunk with power. Well, like, <laughs> Well, it's so pretty. Mel and I are so pale, we need to sit at a tanning bed to do the show. Oh, it's incredible. This is like SPF 20. That's right. Yeah. Yes, it's major. Well, speaking of great lighting, there's been great lighting at the shows you've done. <laughs> Thank you. In Perth and Adelaide. Yes. And a few years back with Queer Eye, you visited the town of Yass. Yass. Yeah. Particularly because of its name. Yeah. On the count of three. One, two, three. Yass! Love it. Do people in that town understand the reference? I, I don't... How could you not? You know what I mean? Like, your hometown is literally called Yas. I mean, that is such a great name. Do you know what I'm saying? It's such a great name. And the mayor is the Yas queen. So. One thing that I do remember is, like, like you have to, like, protect the cows and the dogs because there's that snake, and, like, that snake can fucking, like, kill the cows and the, and the dogs. No, there's this snake over there in Yas, honey. And George told me about this snake, and he said every year, like you didn't make the edit, but every year, the, this what, what is, is it that brown edda or something? It's like yeah. a, it's like some edla or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, we've yeah. got one here for you as a gift. <laughs> but you were in Yas, and you were there to do a, a makeover. Here's you arriving at the farm. Hello, Levi. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'll show you George up here. All right, take us. Lead the way. <laughs> he is not unattractive. Yeah, Levi's kind of hot. Wow. What, what was your assessment of Aussie men? I mean, his haircut, though, it really... It, it's giving me, like, Ashton Kutcher 2004. That's why my timbers were so shivered. Like, he was so cute. <laughs> Like, oh my God, he's so cool. Um, no, but I think Australian men are just gorgeous. Thank you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and look at this, like, fucking, like, mm, tousled hair. It's like I'm hot and I don't need to prove it because I just am. You know? <laughs> it's very that, you know? Yes. This, is. this is a refreshing change. <laughs> We'll get to my hair in a moment. <laughs> you were in your ass to make over local George. Does he look great? So good, so good. I wanted a white tooth for my daughter's wedding. Oh, oh my gosh, yay! All that's right, a well, that's, that's a good hug. Yay. Yay. So cute, no? Sidebar, yeah. this whole time I was like, oh, like Australians, like I feel like they're like the accents like aren't like they're all kind of like similar, but I feel like that was a different accent. Mm. Like there is different Australian dialects. Yes. So I was I eat my words. Well, yeah. speaking of the Australian yeah. accent, 
you do an incredible Australian accent. I believe we've got some footage here. It's, it's not great. Let me prepare you. It's not great. You know, it's really fine. I think it's quite. I think it's quite good. I think it's oh, really no. strong. I think it's. Oh it's, no, you've. Really... No, it's really good, Tanny. Oh, I'm so sorry. Tanny, it's, it's, I'm not a random. <laughs> guy. No, Tanny. No, see what I mean. I can't even get a word out edgewise because every time I do, Tanny starts telling me I'm just not quite sharp. It's quite sharp. Ladies and gentlemen, that is fantastic. Can we talk about, like, yeah. Tan's hair was so much darker then. Yes. Tan's hair. Well, yeah. you do an, an amazing Australian accent. Melanie Bracewell is from New Zealand. Oh. Do you have a Kiwi accent? Oh. What's the... I don't... I don't so know I, if I totally... I have your what, what's Bryce? something that you say all the time? Oh, stop texting me, Tim. Just oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Try, try, try saying, oh, it's only Melbourne. Oh, I know what I can say. I know. Like, I love Jacinda Ardern. Yes! Kay yes! Jacinda! Yeah. I love her! Yeah. I love her! Yeah. She's really great! <laughs> well, you are a trained hairstylist, and I do have some pictures that I'd like you to look at okay. and maybe have some... <laughs> if we look at maybe particularly to the right side of the image. Oh, that's... Uh... It's sort of getting higher and higher. <laughs> it's like he's trying to get on a... <laughs> It is like he's trying to like get onto a roller coaster wow. and make the high limit. What are your thoughts on Tim's vibe? Actually, you know, for me, who really stole the show there hmm. was you, Miss Versatility. Miss Versatility! Giving side part, center That's part, right. wavy, smooth, big blow dry, sleek side part. You took me on a journey and I was living oh for all of, God. Okay. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All of it. Wow. Where as what? for you, yes. I feel like you've really more just recently come into what is your best situation. <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't, you know, be so, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. I am Miss Versatility, he's best situation. <laughs> yeah. I just think this is really working for me. Yeah. Like, this is really working for me. There's a few photos there where maybe it, there was an opportunity for more work. <laughs> Would you please thank <laughs> Jonathan? Only has a few shows left in Melbourne, thank God. <laughs> no, no, no. It has been an absolute pleasure for you us. Uh, there's a few shows left in Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. Check it out. It's called the Imaginary Living Room Olympian. Ladies and gentlemen, what an absolute treat. Would you please thank Jonathan Van Ness? <laughs>
Tony Bracewell classic phrases. <laughs> well, that's what Jonathan said to you after the segment. <laughs> the Amazing Race continues here on 10, and the show is such an emotional roller coaster. Yo, yo, yo. Stuart and Glennon, you are the last team to check in. And normally, boys, you would get a penalty because you didn't finish the salsa. But you won't be receiving a penalty. Oh, goodness. Because you're eliminated. No. <laughs> So waltz on out of here. To 7's Extreme Weddings Australia now, where Bride Leanne's ultra glam wedding outfit is summed up best by her mum's reaction. How nice is the crayon? And how much is that? I think it was 800. But it's all crystals. So it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> And we met scuba enthusiasts Brad and Ching who want to get married underwater but face one small issue. We're not sure what the current's going to be like when we jump in the water. We've got to make sure our guests don't float away. <laughs> Great way to get rid of unwanted family. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we've got a float away bride. <laughs> I, I, I got married underwater, which is hard because my wife's inflatable. So <laughs> it was. It was tough. It was challenging. People sausage. <laughs> uh, shop assistants, you know, they often lie to you, especially you, Tim, uh, <laughs> by saying you look good in something. So it was nice to see the bride could trust this shop assistant's judgment. She looks amazing in her wetsuit. You know, the suit she's got on accentuates her figure. The dress that she's got over the top looks fantastic. I mean, you just couldn't ask for, for somebody to look better, really. <laughs> L lovely touch. Those are her grandmother's goggles, so it's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful touch. To Farmer Haunts a Life over on Seven, and it didn't take long for the girls to experience the beauty of the countryside. I feel so at home. I could definitely see myself living out here. Oh, my God, this oh. is so insane. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Her baby's born. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that bad? considered foreplay on the farm. So. <laughs> <laughs> so then, maybe a trigger warning next time? Or... Meanwhile, Farmer Paige chose Builder Aiden for a romantic date, but it seems like he had a different idea about what she should be wearing. I've got a little present. OK. Did you pick these? Yeah, I'll pick these. OK. <laughs> my love language is giving gifts and caring for my partner. She didn't have to put it on, but she put it on. I was so very grateful, and she looked amazing. You look gorgeous. Thank you. It's very nice. Leanne's mum also had an opinion on the dress. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair enough. I, I feel like his love language is very big W. <laughs> My favourite feel-good show, Old People's Home for Teenagers, continues on the ABC, where we saw the volunteers play a game of Guess Who? Is your person a girl? Uh, it could be a girl, it just... Uh, he's got a moustache. So, no. No. Technically, not wrong if you've ever met my great-aunt. <laughs> This week was all about exercise and getting the body moving. Are we doing an escape room? Oh, what's the body room? Oh, no, not the exercise guy. <laughs> yeah, I think 
that every time I go to the gym. In this episode, they had some return guests, children who starred in the original series Old People's Home for Four-Year-Olds. So why were these former four-year-olds welcomed back? I'm an expert when it comes to old people. <laughs> um, because I have, I have one. <laughs> got one. Yeah. His name's Titus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, a, he's a rescue, so... <laughs> so what will these former four-year-olds bring to the experiment? Now I'm eight. So I, like, I got a clear mind. Mm. I'm a chicken bar. <laughs> His love language is red cordial, so... <laughs> that figures. To Gogglebox UK, where Giles and Mary watched a dancing prawn on their version of The Masked Dancer, and it's subtle, but I'm guessing they're not a fan. Do you know what I would hate, Matty, more than anything? What? I'd hate to be in a nursing home. Yeah. And... Have this put on. And have this on in the background <laughs> and die to this. Yeah. That would be the worst thing ever, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine, imagine if your last... Memory. Your last memory of this world was that prawn <laughs> dancing. Thankfully, in Australian nursing homes, last memories look like this. <laughs> That's my week in arts and entertainment. So would you please thank Mel Tristina! To another massive week in the sporting arena to take us through it all. Would you please welcome Titus O'Reilly? Thank you, thank you very much. Lovely to see you. Massive week in sport. Well, it's, uh, we'll start with a sad moment, of course, as I like to do on a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger Federer played his final professional tennis match this week. It was part of Team Europe taking on Team World. Europe not being part of the world. And <laughs> Roger really does everything. He even acts as a water boy. <laughs> Yes, I'm one of you. Yeah. He needs a hobby. The joke's on Djokovic, it's got microchips in that water. <laughs> uh, the event even featured Ellie Goulding performing to honour Roger. I didn't think she was that bad. <laughs> I mean, she, she was dressed as a giant prawn. It was a weird, it was a weird touch. Now, the AFL held their traditional parade for the grand final and it was on the Yarra River this year. Um, it got mixed reviews, I would say. It was just a complete waste of time. All the kids lined up. Uh, we couldn't even see it. I hope there's a zoom on your camera because the boat was a mile away. Yes, it was the worst thing on water since the Titanic. Yeah. Um, it was so bad, even the PM had something to say about it. Having watched uh, the parade on the Yarra yesterday, to quote a former Prime Minister, uh, we do need to stop the boats. Yeah, it's... You're right to groan. It's not a fair comparison. There were white people on those boats. <laughs> Uh, now, the build-up again revealed that Geelong have just one fan. The stage is absolutely set. And get this, guys, we even have a Geelong supporter who's gunned down early. He's here already. Glenn was it's here Glenn this time. Glenn again. Someone who was here nice and early to fine-tune his skills is Glenn. OK, so you're a super fan. I wouldn't go super fan, but I'm pretty passionate. Yeah. OK. <laughs> Happy birthday to Glenn. Happy birthday to Glenn. Happy birthday to Glenn. Happy birthday to Glenn. Go, go Caters! OK. <laughs> Glenn only have one fan. He's been on two weeks in a row, and all the best for Glenn in finding a job. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, now, fans were so desperate for tickets, it was everyone for themselves. My dad got a ticket, but because we thought, remember, we thought we could get two, but we, we ended up getting one. Uh, and can I say, it is so good to see my son, because I hadn't yeah. seen him since before the game. Did you enjoy the game? Yeah. I loved it. And yeah. Look, if he'd worked a little harder... <laughs> only bought a one-bedroom apartment, so I just send him out on realestate.com. His dad was Glenn. He was off doing something <laughs> Now, Geelong, of course, won when the Sydney Swans forgot to show up. Uh, and the Cats' coordination was on display after the game, too. Uh, this is my favourite. metal. Screw you, kid. That's a white man's high five yes. right there. Now, Geelong's Jeremy Cameron put his premiership medal on a cow. We've done something very silly here. Um, can I have my medal back? Easy to put on the cow, hard to get back. Now, if we stay on it, that cow gives birth in a second. No, I don't think you can show that. <laughs> that cow got closer to a premiership medal than the Swans did. Uh, also presented a bigger challenge to the Cats. Uh, now, to the NRL, yes. and the grand final is set for next week with Penrith and Parramatta winning on the weekend. Penrith had to overcome some quite unique circumstances. That's a send-off. See you later, son. That is an old-fashioned stiffy. Yeah. <laughs> and getting an old-fashioned stiffy, that's six weeks. Yeah. Straight, instantly, yes. straight away. <laughs> to rugby union, and watch this chase down block on the weekend. Here we go. Oh! oh. <laughs> now, that would hurt. Getting it in there like that would hurt, but not as much as bare-knuckle boxing. How are you feeling? Girl, that was a crazy oh. fight. Um, I'm super excited. It was really tough. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was definitely a different ball game, but I had a blast, so thank you. Oh, my God. She won. Yeah. She won. Yeah, you should see the other one. Oh. <laughs> That's what girls mean when they say, I'm fine. <laughs> super great. Super. Uh, to the MotoGP in Japan this week. Now, this is a bit technical, so look closely. See if you can see what's wrong with this bike. Oh, oh blimey. Oh, we could have a red flag here. We could have a red flag. He's to get Tess, the circuit. Takuya Suda, the uh, Suzuki Wildcop, well, the replacement of Juan Mia. He's got to get off He's that. He doesn't realise that that bike is on fire. His feet are going to get so hot now. Jump off his Suda-san quickly. Now, that's not meant to happen, apparently. I checked. And yet the kebab in the back is still cold, so that is amazing. That's actually the Pope's motorcyclist, and the black smoke means that they haven't chosen an Indian Pope yet. So, well, on that note, we'll be back right after the break. Would you please thank Mr Thomas Check in with wind news for the weather. And personal grievances. Cooler than average days in the coming months. Don't you hate it when a mate has a sneaky getaway? What? And don't invite you? <laughs> I reckon stick to the forecast. Yes, well, the school holidays continue, Tim. Time to grab the diaries. It's time to... This is where we grab our diaries and pencil in our week. All right, well, there's heaps to do. How about you check out the scarecrow-making competition? Iconic Australian figures like the crocodile hunter through to our most loved movie characters and, of course, a tribute to Her Majesty. 
that scarecrow is trying to scare Markles away. Yeah. So <laughs> it, does, it does work. It does work. Well, you could go ice skating in Walhalla for the Spring Fest. How fast are you going? Well, I can go pretty fast because of my dad, but at the moment I'm going slow so I can be on the news. Surely a slow news day. Well done. <laughs> Where else? You could try Tasmania. Sure. Tasmania's budding scientists at Corpus Christi Catholic School have spent the day examining a simulated meteorite landing. <laughs> Who did it land on? Vale, Harry. No, sorry, no, 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 that's not right. That's not right. You could head to Canberra for the flower festival, Floria. What's your favourite part about Floria? Probably the donut balls. <laughs> 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 but if it's flowers you're after, yeah. look no further. So when you're surrounded by a truckload of tulips, there's this one thing left to do. Do what Tony Tim sings. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's all from me and Tiny Tim. Yes, we'll see you next week right here in the Cheap Suit.